Well, praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I've been anticipating something good this morning. Praise the Lord. How many got up this morning saying, it's Sunday morning, I can go to church and be excited about it. Amen. Because this is, you know, this is just a physical building. But it is a place set aside that we can come together and enter into the presence of the Lord and worship God together in this physical habitation here. We are the habitation of God. We're the house of God. You're the house of the Lord. Our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And uh, as we come together as temples of God into this sanctuary, God's presence is here. Thank God for the power of God. Amen? How many is glad for the power of the Lord this morning? Praise God. If you have your Bibles, turn with me over to Ecclesiastes in the 8th chapter. And then over to Psalms. We're going to be reading uh, some verses of Scripture out of the book of Psalms this morning also before we get into the Word. Psalms 29, we're going to be turning there. And uh, read several verses of Scripture in that particular Psalm. Praise God. I want to talk to you this morning about the power of the king's word. How many knows we serve a king? His name is Jesus. King Jesus now. Praise the Lord. And our soon coming king. He's going to return to this earth and reclaim everything that is here. Now, right now, the devil still is roving to and around, to and fro and hearing about here and there. And that's why you see confusion and chaos in this earth. But you know what? This earth still belongs to God. It's still His. The earth is, uh, the earth and the fullness of it is His. Everything that is in this earth belongs to God. He is still Lord. Hallelujah. And it doesn't matter. Now, the devil's just having a little play day right now. But one day, the trump of God's going to sound. And the Lord of Lords is going to appear again, and we're going to see the earth reclaimed for the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. But the Bible said in Ecclesiastes, the eighth chapter and the fourth verse, he said, where there, where there, the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, what are you doing? <laughs> But I want to emphasize that part, where the word of a king is, there is power. Let's turn to Psalms 29, and I want us to read verses 1 through 11. It's actually the whole psalm, but that's okay. If, if you didn't get all your Bible reading in, we'll do it together here. Psalms 29. Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty ones. Give unto the Lord glory and strength, and give unto the Lord the glory due His name, and worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters, and the God of glory thunders, and the Lord is over many waters, and the voice of the Lord is powerful, and the voice of the Lord is full of majesty, and the voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. And yea, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them uh, skip like a, uh, a calf. Lebanon and, and, um, and, uh, and sirloin like a young wild ox. And the voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. And the voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. And the Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. And the voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth. And strips the forest bare. And in his temple, everyone says, Glory. And the Lord sat enthroned at the flood, and the Lord sits his king forever. And the Lord will give strength to his people, and the Lord will bless his people with peace. I want to go back to the first scripture in Ecclesiastes, where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, What are you doing? You know, we're in the kingdom of God. When we got saved and born again, we entered into a new realm. Where before we were controlled by the evil one, Satan. He had control of this earth. He still has control in the sense of those people that yield to his power. But he was in control of this 
earthly domain because Adam, you know, he gave it over to the devil. And, uh, but the Lord has been redeeming it back. Praise God. And he's made a plan, and he has a plan, and he had a plan, and he, he executed that plan. Jesus came in the flesh, the Son of God, born of a virgin, and lived in this earth for 33 and a half years, and did miracles. The Bible says that there were so many miracles and healings done that there's not enough paper in the world to even publish all that Jesus did during that three and a half years that he was up on the earth in his ministry. He was here 33 and a half years, but three and a half years was his ministry, where he was doing what God called him to do and sent him to do. And that was to be the Redeemer and to redeem us. But thank God, everywhere Jesus went, he was in control. Everywhere Jesus went, he spoke with authority. Even at a young age, he was in the temple, and he was, he was explaining the Scriptures to all of those scribes and Pharisees that were there that day. And here, here he was, a young lad, hadn't even started his ministry yet in the earth, but he was confounding them with the wisdom and the Word of God, and they all sat there in awe. Hallelujah. And then when he started his ministry, he went in and he read from the book of Isaiah, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor and to heal the brokenhearted and to heal and to bring, bring deliverance to all the captives. He began to declare that word before he began his earthly ministry as he was in the temple that day and read. And you know what happened? He sat. When he sat down, he sat down in the chair that was specifically for the rabbi, the teacher, the teacher. And he sat down, and all eyes were upon him in amazement, and amazed at the words that he spoke. It was actually from the prophet that he spoke those words, and he said, to this day is this word declared and performed in your midst. Jesus began to do the things of the Lord, the Father that had sent him. Everywhere he went, his words were with authority. Demons had to obey him. Sickness had to obey him. Dead were raised to life again because he was in charge. He was the authority. He is the Lord. He was God incarnate in the flesh. And here he was going forth and delivering the message of freedom and victory and deliverance. And now, because of his death, burial, and resurrection, he's been able to bring us and exalt us to a new higher position in the kingdom of God. We're, we're in this earth, but not in this earth. I don't know how you feel about that, but we're here, but we're not here. We're here physically, but we're, but our, we're, we're also exalted. He said He seated us together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Far above. That's where He's at. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion. In the book of Ephesians where Paul was writing that. And Paul was praying. He said, I want to pray that you get this revelation and understand who you are and who our King is and who our Lord is and the power and the authority that He has. Listen, we have failed as a human being and human race, to recognize the power and the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. We've allowed the devil to run rampant in this world because, listen, we have a right to intercede and to pray and to pull down strongholds and pull down spiritual wickedness in high places. We have the right to do that. We have the right to pull down the powers of Satan that hover over Aubrey and this community in Denton County. And we have the power and the authority that God's placed within us as believers to come against those demonic forces. Remember when Daniel prayed and, and his prayer was delayed and finally Michael the archangel came and said, Hey, I just want to tell you God heard you the first time you prayed. But we had a little warfare in the heavens. Uh, with the prince of Persia. Now, it wasn't the physical prince of Persia. This was the prince, the spiritual prince of Persia that was over that region and over that area. But Michael said, we won. Hallelujah. Praise God. Victory's out. Listen, it doesn't matter what kind of powers are working. When God's authority is working, something's going to happen. And God has given us authority in that name of Jesus. We all have that authority. Now we're in the kingdom of God. we got a new king over us. devil doesn't rule our lives anymore. 
He doesn't rule my thought life anymore. He doesn't rule my body anymore. He doesn't rule who I am and what I am in the Lord because the Lord has already redeemed and made us, uh, raised us up in heavenly places in Christ and we're already there with Him in the spirit realm. We're here on this earth still, but we're in the spirit realm. Praise God. Have you ever been around somebody that just really spends time with the Lord? And you just said, boy, I wish I could be as holy as they are. <laughs> I wish I could be as spiritual as they are. Uh, you know, uh, you, you feel inadequate sometimes around some of these spiritual giants. I've been around men like that. And uh, even some women. Uh, I, there was a lady pastor in Temple, Texas that I used to go preach for when I was a teenager. And, and she first, I had preached my first revival for her uh, there in Temple. At the age of 17, I preached my first revival. And, uh, but she was a prayer warrior. I mean, she believed in prayer. And she'd tell me, she said, Clarence, come on down. We're going to go down to the church and pray. I said, okay. You know, I prayed. But I'm talking about she prayed. How many know? You remember, the, you remember that old commercial about Whataburger used to be? You know, there's a burger and then there's Whataburger, you know? And there's some people that pray and then there's some people that really pray. <laughs> and she got down and... You know, sometimes just be me and her. Sometimes a couple others would come in, and uh, she just she made me do it because she was like my spiritual mother too at that point, you know. And uh, she she just say, "Come on, we're going to pray." And I mean, we'd pray. And sometimes I thought I was done praying, but she wasn't done yet. She got to groaning and travailing in the spirit, and and I mean, I mean, it, uh, agonizing in prayer. But you know what that agonizing does? See, when Zion travails, she brought forth children. And I believe when the church gets back to that point to where we can begin to get into a place of prayer and understand the authority that we have as believers in our prayer life, that the devil has no right over us whatsoever, doesn't have no right over this region whatsoever, because we are the light of this world, a city set on a hill. Praise God. And we're, we're, the, we're the witnesses of the Lord, the power of God. God's power is operating through us. And that's what we're going to talk about is the power of the word of a king. Jesus is our king. Can you say amen? Now, in this kingdom, and we've got to understand, we're in this world. You get in your car. You're in Aubrey, Texas, Denton, Texas, wherever you might be. But you're there. But, you know, we're, we're, we're in another kingdom. We're in the kingdom of God. And in this kingdom... Jesus is Lord. And in this kingdom, He rules and reigns. And in this kingdom, He speaks with authority. And in this kingdom, He gives you the right to speak His words with authority and see the power of God move on your behalf. A king rules. I mean, when you go into a place where there's a king or a person of authority, listen. There's something. You go to the White House today. I don't care if you don't like the president or whoever it is. There's there's an aurora about that place. There's an awe about the thing because the most powerful, really the most powerful man in the world is actually sitting there at that point. And, and there's 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 certain. I, I mean, there's just a certain aurora there. I, I got to go when Ronald Reagan was president, and. Uh, uh, we got to visit the White House, and it was just an amazing thing to just be able to walk through that place and feel. You know, you, you could almost feel the presence. And here was a man that had authority, but yet he was a very gentle man. He was a very kind person. He was a very loving person, but at the same time, he could be a very firm person and speak with authority as the President of the United States. Well, you know what? We have that authority in the kingdom of God today. Hallelujah. The Lord's give us the power, and the king rules. What he speaks is law. When the king speaks, it has to happen. And uh, uh, another characteristic of a king is that his words are backed up by the authority of his kingship. See, when someone speaks with authority, they've got to have something to back it up. I know my daddy used to tell us to do something, and we didn't want to do it. And we asked him one time, why do we have to do it? He said, because I'm the daddy. It's just as simple as that. I'm the daddy. 
and I want you to do it. I'll never forget one time we were supposed to take the garbage out, my little brother and I. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we fussed about who was going to do it that day, and we didn't get it done. And we left, the, we left the trash lid. We got the garbage down there, but we left the trash lid up by the house. And my dad comes out and said, what's this trash lid doing here? Why is it not out there on the garbage can? And we pointed to each other, you know. Isn't that what happens in our, in our world today? We always point to the next person. You know, it's their fault. Their fault. If it wasn't for them, I'd be happy. If it wasn't for them, I'd, I'd be doing good. No, and that's what my brother and I pointed at each other. My daddy couldn't hold back the laughter because he knew we were scared. And he said, I want that lid put back on the garbage can where it belongs. We looked at each other like, okay, Don, it's your problem. He said, okay, Clarence, it's your problem. And we just said, and my daddy finally got both of us by the shoulders. He said, both of you pick it up and carry it out to the corner. So my brother and I got this little garbage lid, one on each side, and we had to march down the driveway and put it on the garbage can. Why? Because my daddy had the authority. Amen? He also had a belt to back it up with if he wanted to. <laughs> But the king, his, his words are backed up by the authority of his kingship. Listen, I, I want to encourage, if, every time you hear me preach and teach, what I want to put in you is who you are in Christ. What you have in Christ. What he's given you as his child and his, as a believer. Your, your position in the kingdom. Listen, we've got a position. We don't have to take a back seat to the devil to nobody. The devil, he should whimper and shake in his boots when we walk in. Because we have the authority backing us. And the kingship, there was the authority of the kingship. You know, we can rattle sabers. We've been seeing rattle sabering, saber rattling going on in our in our world the last year or so, whatever you know. But and a lot of rattle. But you know what? The thing about America is we do have the might and the power to back up what we're saying. We're still the most powerful country in the world, amen. And we have that we have that power behind what's being said. And that's why some of these guys, they, they finally just back off a little bit because they know that somebody is going to be in business one day. Amen. And what we've got to do, instead of let the devil run rampant in our lives, let's stand up as a child of God in the kingdom of God and take our stand as a believer and a person of authority and say, devil, no more. Listen, bullies will bully you and keep bullying you, and keep bullying you. I had a bully when I was in the uh, fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade. And I mean, he was bigger than I was. I was skinny back then. I mean, I'm talking about skinny. Had turned sideways, and, uh, you know, if I stuck out my tongue, I'd look like a zipper, you know. And my mama sent me a new pair of pajamas and had one stripe on them, you know. I was I was thin, thin, thin. I looked abnormal. My head was bigger than my body, and I mean, you know, I just I was skin and bones. And this bully, he just kept bullying me and bullying me. He was a neighbor in the kid in the neighborhood, and and he, I had some other friends, you know, and and he'd bully them around too, and he'd bully me more because I was skinnier, I guess. And boy, he pushed me and shoved me. One day, I, I just stood I said, I'm not, no more. He laughed. I said, I mean it. No more. Come on, what you going to do? I said, you better leave. He said, who are you? I said, I'm the guy that's going to clock you out. No! <laughs> and boy, I, I said, hit me. I said, no, you hit me first. He said, hit me. I said, okay. And I just hauled off and knocked him flat on his back. 
He got up from there and went home whimpering and crying. Next day he come to me, and we were the best buddies from then on out. But you know what? You've got to do the devil the same way. The devil will bully you. He'll cause people to come into your life to bully you. But you've got to stand up and say, enough is enough. No more. No more. Because, listen, we've got the power of God in our lives. And the anointing of God. And listen, with that anointing, when you walk into a place, the peace of God's going to rule. Somebody's, sometimes people say, I don't understand what got into me. I, I, wanted, I was mad, now I'm not mad. <laughs> That's because somebody walked in with some authority. Amen? Now, every word of God carries the authority of His throne. Everything God's spoken in this Bible is ours. And you got everything behind, uh, the, in the authority of His throne. Every word of God is filled up with the power. Listen, God's word is power. God's word is power. When, when, the de- when, when Jesus rebuked the storm, there was power in those words. When, when he commanded the demons to come out, there was power in those words. When he rebuked sickness, there was power in that word. We, we've got the power of God in our words. And listen, the, when the, the power of a king's word is powerful this morning. Hallelujah. You're somebody. Everybody say, I'm somebody. You know, God doesn't accomplish anything without His Word. God said, let there be, there was. You read the co-creation account. He said, let there be, let there be, let there be. Then He took time with the... Uh, creation of man and he molded him out of the sand and, and molded him and then he breathed the breath of life into him and it was the life of God, eternal life of God that was breathed into his body. Listen, every word's filled with power. To create the world, he sent his word. He created this world with his word. He spoke. He spoke. I'm talking about the power of the king's word. And to sustain, to sustain what He's created, he also, it's also done by His Word. He sustains us with His Word. He sustains what He's done with His Word. Praise God. Now, the kingdom of God is what we're in. How many glad you're in the kingdom of God today? Jesus went about all Galilee in Matthew 4, verse 23, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel of the kingdom. The kingdom of God. The kingdom where He's Lord. The kingdom where God rules and reigns. And He preached the kingdom and healed all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases amongst the people. And He also taught us how to pray. Over in Matthew, the 8th chapter, He said, This is the way you pray. Your kingdom come, your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom come, your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. God wants us to know the power of the Word of the Lord this morning. Praise God. Listen, the Word of God is powerful. You've got the power. The power of the Holy Spirit's in you. We're the mouthpiece for God. And God's going to back up as long as it's by the Word and you've got the Word to back it up. He's going to back up everything you say. You're not going to be left in the lurch and left alone. You're not going to be left there to be battered about by the enemies of darkness and all the demon imps out there. You're going to stand strong because you've got the word of a king coming out of your mouth. Hallelujah. Thus saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Speak the word. Speak the word. We had a witch come in our church one night. We had a full house that night. She was a witch. I mean, she practiced witchcraft. Listen, there's still people out there that still believe in this stuff and still practice it. And our kids today, listen, the reason we got so much chaotic stuff going on and, and amongst our children and our... You ought to see some of the games that they play. It's demonic. It's demonic. Sometimes we don't even know what they've got going on their little game cards and all of this stuff. But it's demonic. It's a demonic power 
that's operating. And, and, and in order to keep them quiet and out of your life, you know, for a little while, you just go, go play your games. Go play. And listen, those are demonic games. A lot of them are. Very demonic. But this lady was a witch. She was known around the area for disrupting services and taking over. And she came in that night and she had one thing in mind. She was going to take over and she was going to cause chaotic stuff to happen. I saw her come in. I gathered my men around me at the piano and I said, there's a lady out there, and we don't want to be too obvious. I said, but you seen her come in. And I said, she's seated on the third row, and the third one from the row, you know. And I said, uh, she's a witch. I said, we're going to bind the powers of darkness that operate in her right now. And they're not going to be able to, she's not going to be able to operate in this place. So we just joined hands, and we just agreed together. The Bible said, if any two shall agree on earth is touching anything, it's done. Amen. And we've got the right to bind and to loose, and we bound that spirit that operated in her. And did you know the whole service? We went through the song service and worshiping the Lord. She didn't even stand. She just stood there, sat there. She just sat there with her arms folded. Just She couldn't even open her mouth. She couldn't even move, open her, move her hands around. She just sat there. And then after the service was over, we had a great time in the Lord. She wasn't able to operate because, listen, we, we didn't even think about it no more. We already bound that spirit, and that spirit wasn't going to be able to operate. And we had church. God did some things. And after the service, I was walking down the aisle, and she come out, and she said, Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock, you've got tragedy in your life. I looked at her, and I said, Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock, I'm a blessed man, and I have blessings in my life. She walked out of there and stormed out of there. Well, that was on a Sunday night. Monday, I was okay. Tuesday, I was okay. Wednesday, the devil started putting these little thoughts. What's going to happen Friday? Thursday, it really got bad. What's going to happen Friday? Friday morning, it was even worse in my mind. I mean, all kinds of thoughts go through your mind. What can happen? I mean, here's a witch operating, and... Fear. See that, that, that how the devil operates. He 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 he, uh, he puts you in fear and turmoil in your own spirit. And the peace of God's not operating there, and and you fear, 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 fear. Listen, we don't have to have fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. And Friday after Friday morning, man, I tell you what, it was getting bad in my mind. I'm t I wasn't speaking it out, but I was, you know, how, how many knows how you think sometimes? <laughs> oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Oh, dear Lord, what's going to happen? Oh, all of the worst scenario goes through your mind, you know. And you know what I did? I just finally shut myself off in my office, locked the door, told the secretaries. I said, I don't want to see nobody right now. I said, me and the Lord's going to have a little conversation. And we we. And the Lord said, you don't have to have no conversation with me. All you got to do is exercise your authority, which you did Sunday night, and just believe what you said. Because nothing is going to happen at 3 o'clock because you are redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, you know what? The rest of the morning went by, and the rest of the afternoon went by, and 6 o'clock I looked at my watch. I said, Whoa, huh, hey, I'm blessed. Hallelujah. But fear will operate that way. But you've got to remember the word of a king is filled with power. When the Lord speaks something to you, you've got all of heaven standing behind it. You are, listen, God's word is powerful. Amen? And we, we just need to let the kingdom uh, uh, of the Lord Paul mentioned this about the two kingdoms. In Ephesians, the second chapter, verses 1 through 10, And you, who, you he made alive, that's us, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world. How many remember when you walked according to the course of this world? You walked according to the course of the prince of the power of the air. You walked according to what the devil wanted you to do. You didn't have no control over your life. 
because you weren't born again at that time. But this is what Paul's saying. You once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons and children of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, just as others. But I like this conjunction he puts here. But God. How many can say that? But God. Say it out loud. But God. Amen. The devil comes to you and says, you know what? I think I'm just going to hurt you today. And you say, oh no, Mr. Devil. But God. You see, God has delivered us. God has redeemed us. And he said, but God, who's rich in mercy because of his great love, which he loved us even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you've been saved and raised up together and made us to sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward you, uh, us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk therein. Praise God. Now, Satan is the God of this world. I think everybody knows that. He's the God of this world. Look at 2 Corinthians 4, verse 4. Whose minds the God of this age has blinded. See, one time our minds were blinded to the truth. Before you got saved, your minds were blinded to the truth. Before you accepted what Jesus did. See, Jesus paid the price over 2,000 years ago for us to be saved, but our minds were blinded to the fact, and we did not be able to enjoy and receive that benefit until the light of the glory of the gospel of the Lord, whose image of God shined into our hearts. Praise God. That's why Jesus said, you'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Hallelujah. You'll know the truth, the truth has made you free. The light of the gospel of the word shines in our hearts. I want to tell you something. I, I, I had a, 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 well, he was third cousin, second cousin, he was in my church, and and I preached for about six weeks on a subject. And he sat there, you know, had had all these funny looks on his like I, I don't understand what you're saying, you know. And then on the on the last teaching, I was teaching on this, and all of a sudden he was sitting around right the front row. I mean, I, his whole expression changed. Smile came on his face, his eyes glistened, and he just began to smile real big. And, and and he come up to me right after I got done preaching. He said, Brother Clarence, Brother Clarence, I finally see it. Hallelujah. I finally see it. What happened? The light of the glorious gospel of the Lord shined into his heart. And he got the revelation. And because of that, he was able to see what God said. Amen. Praise God. Now, we're transferred into the kingdom of God. Colossians 1, verses 12 through 14, giving thanks to the Father who's qualified for us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints of the light. We're, we're, listen, we've been qualified by God. Hallelujah. Have you ever went to, to go apply for a job somewhere? And they want you to put down your qualifications. And I've seen some people, they got all kinds of degrees, but they didn't learn nothing. <laughs> Amen. I, I mean, you can sit in class and not learn and still go ahead and pass, you know. But those that learned, thank God there's some that earned their degrees. There's a difference in receiving and, and earning. And but, we, we, but what the Lord does, He's qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints. Verse 13, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and 
conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. Thank God. I'm taking a long time on this kingdom part, but we need to understand where we are. We're in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness and peace and joy and the Holy Ghost. And we're in the kingdom of God this morning. We're in the kingdom where He rules and reigns. He has made us partakers of all that He is and all that He has for us. And the word of a king is with power and authority. And the Lord is in our lives today. And we need to let that word, this is the word of the king this morning, let this word come alive in our hearts. Let it come alive. Thank God we can see and understand what God is saying. Helen Keller was asked one time, what's, what's the worst thing, Miss Keller, about being blind and not being able to see? And she said, the worst thing that I can think of is being able to see and be blind. <laughs> Amen? See, a lot of times people can see, but they're blinded to the truths. And what God's wanting us to see is to see the power of the Lord. Amen? The King's Word is all power and authority. The King's Word. I want to take just a few minutes here to just declare a few ways that we can see the power of the King's Word. Number one, the King's Word is powerful to deliver. He's our deliverer. He's our deliverance. We've been delivered. Praise God. I've been delivered. Oh, praise the Lord. Everybody remember that old song? I've been delivered. How? By His Word. <laughs> it's the Word. It's the Word of the King that has delivered us. We've been made partakers. Grace. G-R-A-C-E. God's riches at Christ's expense. We have everything that God wants us to have. The king's word delivers us from prison. Remember when Joseph was in prison? And they brought him hastily out of the dungeon when the Pharaoh got him out of prison? The word of the king brought him out. The word of the Pharaoh brought him out of that. Of course, it was God's word that was bringing him out. But that word of that person in authority brought him out. And Joseph became a savior to Egypt and all of the region by the power and the wisdom of God that operated in his life during that time of famine. Hallelujah. Now, God will deliver us. Sometimes we're in prison. We're in prison by our own making sometimes. We're in prison because we don't think we're adequate enough to receive what God has for us. Uh, we're in prison because, well, I'm not spiritual enough. Or I'm in prison because I, I don't have the, I, I can't, I can't do this good enough. Or I, I, I can't, how many understand what I'm saying? You're in prison, you're, you're imprisoning yourself and allowing yourself to be in prison, but God's word, the word of the king said, I've made you free. Hallelujah. You're free. Free indeed. Glory to God. We don't have to pay, take a back seat to nobody. We're God's child. You're God's child this morning. Can you say praise the Lord? He delivers us from prison. A lot of times we're held captive by Satan, but King Jesus in his word, and thank God he set us free. The truth shall make you free. The truth of God's word will make you free. Oh, listen. I, I'm so thankful I learned the word a long time ago, that I've let the word be the center of my life. I've let the Word, the promises of God, and, and what Jesus did, I've, I've allowed that to be. I, I'm glad I didn't have to wait till I was 40 and 50 years old to do that. I'm glad I learned it when I was a child. And I learned that at age 15 when I turned my life over and committed to the ministry. And I, I, I've learned through the years God's Word is truth. It's all-powerful. He won't fail. He doesn't lie. He's not man that He lies or the Son of Man He has to repent. Praise God. We're victorious. Because of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, well, the truth will make you free. Amen? And God will direct you with the King's Word. God will show you what to do. 
Sometimes it's opposite of what you think it should be, but God will give you directions, clear directions, and God will show you what you should do because God's interested in you. Can you say praise God? (laughs) A believer's word will bring victory. When God speaks, victory is going to come. We need to be. We just need to refuse to be controlled by the devil. We have to make up our own mind on this. But we have to refuse to be controlled by Satan and all of his agents, his demon powers. We have to refuse to be controlled by events in your life, things that have happened. How many of those things happen? Things happen. Sometimes it's not good. Sometimes it is good. But things happen. But we should never let the events of our life determine whether we're going to be controlled by the devil or controlled by the word of the Lord. Praise God. God's word is truth. God's word is truth. Hallelujah. God said, I'm the Lord that healeth thee. By his stripes you were healed. And then he goes a little further. Lay hands on the sick, talking to the disciples, and they shall recover. We're talking about the word of a king this morning. God's word is powerful. God will do what he said he would do. Praise the Lord. A believer's word will bring victory. So refuse. I'm encouraging this morning, just refuse to be controlled by the devil. Refuse to be controlled by things that he's made happen in your life. And just resolve in your heart today that Jesus is Lord. See, not only, you know, we get saved and we're born again and we proclaim that Jesus is Lord, right? At that moment, we proclaim him as Lord and we go through life But yet, as we go through our Christian walk, many times the devil trips us up. Many times he put obstacles in our path. Many times he'll just cause things to happen that's contrary to what God wants to do in our life. How many knows that? It's contrary to what God wants. God has the best for us. God wants us to have the best. God wants us, when I say best, I'm talking about Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, God wants to bless us. That's His will. That's His desire. But we can't be controlled by the events. But we got to resolve today, the Word is going to be in charge. Hallelujah. The Word is going to be in control of my life. I'm going to speak the Word. Somebody said, well, do you feel like it? Don't matter what I feel like, I'm going to speak the Word. Well, does it look like it's changing? I'm not looking at what it looks like. I'm just going to speak the Word. God's Word will prevail. God's Word will prevail. We, we just have to be steady, steadfast in it, because we know that we've got not only the Word, we've got the power of the King and the power of that Word and the authority of the King that's behind that Word that we can say, yes, it is happening. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. We're victorious in the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Could you lift your hands and just thank God today because we are blessed. Father, we thank you. We just praise you because your word is truth. Hallelujah. Father, we just give you glory and give you praise for it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Do you believe that this morning? Hallelujah. Praise God. The Lord is so good. Oh, hallelujah. Let's sing that little chorus. Jesus, just the mention of your name. Flowers grow, deserts, they bloom again. Like the fire in winter cold. 
Like the pure, precious gold, Jesus, just the mention of your name. Could you just slip your hands up and let him be Lord over that situation right now? Jesus, just the mention of your name. Oh, flowers grow, deserts, they bloom again. Like the fire in winter cold, like the pure, precious gold, Jesus. Just a mention of your name. And what happens? He whispers. He whispers. Sweet peace to me. He whispers. Sweet peace to me. I could have fallen, my soul cast way down, but Jesus, He whispered sweet peace to me. Slip up your hand and just let the peace of God minister to you right now. He ministers sweet peace. To me, he whispers, sweet peace to me. I could have fallen, my soul cast way down. But he whispered, sweet peace to me. Hallelujah. Is there someone here this morning that you say, Brother Clarence, I need that word of a king? <laughs> that word of the king. I need to open up my heart and just let that Word of the King come in and minister to me right now. Maybe it's a physical problem. Maybe it's something that you've been battling. and Not that you doubt God, but it's just the devil just keeps hounding you and pounding you with it. And You know what? This morning, that Word of a King will prevail. That powerful Word of the King will prevail. Lord, we just praise You. Hallelujah. Thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Jesus. Amen. 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 Let's just join hands with someone right now. Hallelujah. Father, You can reverse every decision, every situation. Father, we just thank You right now that Your Word is going to prevail in this situation. Devil, You're a liar. You're the father of all liars. And we bind You. We render You powerless in this situation. And Father, we just thank You that the Word of the King is released on Jeremy's behalf and on Sherry's behalf right now. And Father, we just give You praise and we give You glory for it. Devil, You're a liar. You're a liar. You're the father of all liars. And we're not going to receive nothing but what God's Word declares. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Anybody here need a physical touch? You need God's?
a hand to just move and minister to you specifically right now for anything? Anybody? Praise God. Amen. Everybody okay? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Lord is victorious. We're victorious through Jesus Christ. And devil, we just penetrate your regions of the heavenlies. <laughs> we penetrate it with our praise and our worship. We penetrate it with the Word of God. And we're telling you, devil, that you cannot operate in or around about God's people. The Word of the King is going to prevail. Father, we thank You that victory is ours in the name of Jesus. Touch, heal, Lord, from the top of our head to the soles of our feet, let Your healing power flow. Lord, that Word of the King speaks that by the stripes we were healed and we receive it. We receive it in Jesus' name. And Father, we just give You praise. Lord, we thank You for that perfect peace. That perfect peace that You give us today. Your peace prevails. Lord, let our hearts and minds be covered with Your peace. Lord, just let every bit of turmoil that the devil's tried to bring there through his lies and deception, we cast them down in the name of Jesus. Lord, we cast all our care on You because we know that Your Word prevails in Jesus' name. We're victorious in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we thank You for it. We just give You praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, praise God. Could we stand to our feet this morning? God is so good. If you don't get anything out of this service this morning, go back home and just let those words, the Word of a King prevails. Hallelujah. The Word of a King. Got all power in it. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we just praise You for it. Well, hallelujah. Praise God. We'll turn to somebody and say it was good to see you today. It's good to have uh, Ann. Ann, good to have you with us. Praise God. Well, something got a hold of my life and you won't let me go. 